Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Jesse Stockall. Jesse Stockall is the Chief Architect at Snow Software. He has more than 20 years of industry experience leading agile teams from concept through to delivery and the adoption of software solutions. He has held previous positions at Symbium, CryptoCard, the Canadian Government, and Digital Equipment Corporation. Well, good afternoon, Jesse. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Brian. Awesome. You're very, very welcome. And we're excited to have you on here today. Uh, we're going to jump into your questions, talk a little bit about you, your company and what you're doing, and, and then turn around and uh, graciously share your uh, awesome story with our audience. So, Jesse, you've got quite the career in technology as a developer, chief technology officer, and now the chief architect at Snow Software. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Sure. So I've enjoyed working with technology from a young age, including many hours spent typing basic code into a VIC-20 from Byte Computer Magazines, but it wasn't really something I viewed as a career path for me initially. And later, I started in support roles and I learned a lot about data center operations and enterprise technology, but it didn't feel quite right for me because it always seemed like I was putting out fires instead of being proactive and, and getting to the root of the problem. And then I did my first Linux install of Debian Slink via some floppy disks as I, I wanted to share the then cutting edge two megabit DSL connection my roommate had. So I patched and compiled my own kernel because I needed NAT support and it took absolute ages to compile this thing on a 486 that I was trying to use as a server. And then I really wanted to learn more about all these arcane commands I was typing in from a how-to and then understand what all these errors meant um, when my kernel compile inevitably failed, uh, which it did many times. And so I started learning about programming again and scripting with Bash and how to automate repetitive tasks. And once I rediscovered that creative aspect of writing code and I discovered that I was pretty good at it, I set about making a career out of it. And I'm contributing to open source projects and tinkering with, with everything I could get my hands on. It was really crucial to my growth and laid the foundation for where I am today. And I don't write much code professionally anymore, uh, but I do tinker a little on the side because I do still enjoy it and I don't want to get too rusty. That's awesome. I think that's a great story. And, and many of us that served in a CIO, CTO role, uh, developer role, love to continue to tinker but that's kind of what drove us to where we're at today in our careers, I think, is, is the, the passion for that tinkering. So I appreciate the story on that. So, Jesse, let's talk a little bit about the pandemic. Um, it's starting to lift. Hopefully, we've learned a lot from it. We can move forward. But what are your plans for business growth growing forward? Will it be any different than the last 16 months? So I joined Snow through an acquisition. Uh, and as you can imagine, a company like Snow that has made a few acquisitions over the years, ends up with multiple products, different tech stacks, coding styles, programming languages, different architectures. And this slows down development, um, but it also presents a disconnected and inconsistent user experience for our customers. You know, data, silo, data silos is something that we face as each product has its own object model and persistence mechanisms. And even with good APIs, um, it's still a challenge for customers and partners to link that data together and really kind of realize the value of of the, the whole portfolio of products rather than individual point tools. So we've had our heads down working on a new common platform called Atlas. Uh, we just released the first product on Atlas in early July. And we're really excited to bring more of our products onto this common platform and move away from the separate code bases and product architectures that we have today. It'll allow us to deliver that consistent user experience 
and really to execute on that vision of providing insight and manageability across all technology assets. Awesome. I appreciate the share. And uh, yeah, you're right. Snow's been very active in in acquisitions and, and rolling out new products for the consumer. So I certainly appreciate those updates. And Jesse, you're obviously leveraging some new and emerging technologies within your tech stack. Is there anything you might be able to share with us today? Well, the Atlas platform is a modern, scalable SaaS platform, you know, using Kubernetes, NATS, and, and other cloud-native tech. And we're really enjoying working with the groups in the CNCF and looking forward to contributing more to the open source communities that we benefit from. We have much more freedom now with technology as we're managing most of the deployments and updates ourselves. So the skill set and environments of our customers are no longer a limiting factor when establishing application architectures and choosing technology. But beyond the tech stack, the other really exciting aspect of, of Atlas is that we're going to be hosting and managing our customers' data, making it possible to train ML models and provide insights, optimizations, recommendations to our customers. And today we have limited access to that data as many customers self-host or rely on partners to manage their Snow uh, deployments. So, you know, moving away from that limited product telemetry um, that's in our customer environments, giving full access to thousands of customer data sets, integrated observability, you know, things like feature flags and uh, being able to do canary deployments and, and really tighten the loop or close the loop from development to deployment and into production. It's a huge step uh, that allows us to you know, deliver better products, unique insights, uh, and also refine the, you know, just the way that we build and deliver software. That's awesome. I, I love hearing a little bit about uh, the technology and getting into the weeds um, around uh, products when I talk to guests on the show. So thank you for sharing that, Jesse. And Jesse, last question. Can you share something from your career experience that might be helpful for those looking to grow their career in technology or leadership? And Brian, two things really stand out. I would probably still be uh, a developer if it wasn't for someone, uh, a former boss of mine who saw something in me and connected me with the career coach and helped me be, well, frankly, more approachable, uh, less of a jerk, uh, better team player. Um, I've often heard it said that you hire for IQ, but you retain for EQ and, and really developing that EQ side and, and you know, being a better team player, being approachable, being able to, to see things from other people's perspectives is really what allowed me to start moving up the ladder into leadership roles. And the second thing is doing something that many developers avoid and avoid like the plague. And that's understanding the business side of software. I mean, working with sales and marketing is often viewed as joining the dark side, but it's been absolutely critical in my progression from CTO to, and, and then to chief architect. Because when you understand the business and product goals, you can make informed decisions to support those outcomes. So I'm not suggesting that everybody immediately um, abandons their IDE and their coding language and, and you know, jumps over to be a, a pre-sales consultant or, or an account executive, but getting an understanding of, of what goes on in the field and, and how customers actually interact with the product and, and how things like quarters and quotas and, and you know, the, 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 the machinery involved in selling software is really important uh, to you know, delivering products that customers love uh, and that the business can sell and support. I love that. It's again, uh, and we talk about this on the show a lot is that diversification uh, within your career that gives you a broader perspective and some great insights on the business. So thank you again for sharing that, Jesse. And Jesse, it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Thanks. Bye for now. Bye.